0: So I'm speaking with uh, the composing duo Joe Henson and Alexis Smith, uh, also known as The Flight. Uh, the duo have worked across all mediums, composing scores for films, television, games, and commercials. Their two new big projects will, without a doubt, be on many gamers' TV screens with uh, the games Alien: Isolation and Little Big Planet 3. Uh, Alexis, Joe, uh, thanks so much for uh, chatting today, especially you know with the the big time difference.
1: i we're told. It's four o'clock here. We're just having a cup of tea and ending, ending on a quiet
0: day. Oh, that's perfect. I'm just starting probably a busy day. So,
1: <laughs> um, so to
0: start, you know, there have been a lot of many great composing duos, uh, and I'm wondering how a partnership like this starts. You know, when did you two meet? Uh, why did you decide to kind of band together instead of kind of becoming solo composers?
1: Well, um, we met... Uh, when um joe had a band and i was hired to produce the album we both come from um from uh, a records background Joe's mm-hmm. a joe's a player by by trade and um and i started off as a programmer um and and a producer and um i was hired to produce his his band's um album and in doing so we just we just we both realized we just had a connection you know that the the, um, we didn't the, hate <laughs> each other we didn't, <laughs> hate, we didn't <laughs> want to kill each other. we worked together really well instantly we kind of we kind of obviously had the kind of not not exactly the same musical background but the same kind of outlook on things, and always seemed to agree about where tracks should go and everything like that so we um anyway you know, we kept in touch afterwards and um and eventually a couple of projects came along, and we just thought let's do these together and then and it just seemed. It just seemed to work. It was—it's was one of those sort of once-in-a-lifetime things. Mm-hmm. Um, never met anyone else that could—we could, we could that either of us could work. He it. told it's someone so the to. other day. He's
2: told us on the other day. I work with Joe because he's nice and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I sit behind him and I don't make it. No, it's not, We got on really well. It's—it's it's good for people out there who is kind of starting off in the business. It—if you—if you meet somebody you like, keep in touch with them because they are
1: they they are few and far between in this, yeah. in, in the music industry. <laughs> so we both we both we don't we both neither of us really like working on our own and and we both kind of feel it's a shame that uh, that 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 music has become something that a lot of the time is done on your own yeah, um, we great. both we both kind of started well i mean you know Joe played in bands and I started as a apprentice to a very well known um uh record producer and and everything kind of that I was taught and 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 learned when I was learning was was always you always worked in teams you always had more than one person in the studio and you always have uh, someone to bounce your ideas off and you're I always it's, it's you're always better when working with somebody
2: yeah. else somebody else will always bring something which you would never have thought of and it's it's a shame that music has become kind of a laptop industry now really
0: right and I agree with that because I think music like and, and especially anything in uh, the creative you know fields is about collaboration and bouncing ideas off. And, and even composers these days, you know, they get criticized for having teams of people. It's like, why should they, you know, it's not a solo project, you know. Yeah, there's... And,
2: and it, but everyone thinks the team of people is, 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 is it, well, I suppose, you know, same in the art field, there, there are teams of people because, not because they're doing stuff for you, it's
1: because mm-hmm. they're bringing something else to the table. Right. Yeah? And, yeah. and it keeps you sane as well. You yeah. Know <laughs> it, it, it's, it's very hard to know you're working on something for a long time. It's it's really hard to know um, if it's any good or not when you're just working on it yourself. Yeah, you know? right. And and if you find someone you trust and and you know and you can work together with, then I think it's oh, it's a no brainer for, for yeah. us. Yeah. So
0: uh, what exactly are your musical backgrounds and kind of uh, what do you both bring to the to the group? Like what from what kind of areas do you do you guys kind of complement each other? You kind of uh, how
2: does that work? Well, I'm. It's difficult. Somebody said, well, our voices sound that the same. I'm Joe. Um, <laughs> I'm from, I'm from uh, I used to play in a band called the Freestylers in the 90s, mm-hmm. which was like a, a dance um, kind of breakbeat act, which was a very, very big live, very, very big live um, act. I played bass with them. We, we were a big festival band. Um, and Alexis was Maris De Fries' programmer
1: so i yeah I, start, I, I i what really hooked me into music um was when i when I started making um, you know started discovering electronic music and sequences and samplers and all that that 's what really kind of hooked me in um, yeah so I, I i worked for um five years with Marius Vries, and doing lots of sort of really well known um artists and kind of learnt my trade from him. And um, and Joe played played with played with bands all around the world, and then started composing for um, TV. I was doing, yeah. Well,
2: actually, when we when we first met, um, I was I was doing a lot of kind of TV stuff, mm-hmm. uh, kind of National Geographic and all that kind of stuff. And that's when we started working together because you were doing a lot of stuff with records, and I was doing a lot of stuff in TV. And we we were kind of job sharing a lot of that stuff, and that's kind of where where everything started really.
0: Oh, cool.
2: And uh, so.
0: That, that, what kind of pushed you to that, uh, you know, kind of visual medium? Why did you decide, okay, television, film, you know, the visual it, stuff? What really kind of appealed to you there?
2: My my family, are, um, are, are a lot, is, there's a lot of actors in my family, so it's kind of going into the TV world is quite a natural thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, my brother was a film composer, or is a, fil- is a film composer and TV composer, um, so I started picking up work um, from him. I actually remembered coming back from a tour and doing... Based on uh, Spy Game, and I did the session about four o'clock in the morning. Came straight off the tour bus and did it, and then got back on the tour bus. And <laughs> gave them hell. Gave them absolute hell. But that was kind of the work, first kind of taste
1: of doing kind of film stuff. Wow. Yeah, and for me, it's um, it just I like I like just doing doing lots of different things. It keeps you fresh and keeps you interested. You know, and and. Uh, um, well, that's what Marius uh, is really good at as well. Like he does loads of films. Yeah, since I mean, <laughs> yeah. in, in inside, since we, you know, we 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 still work together occasionally, but um, not all the time. And um, he is now right um, composing for films as well. So, um, I think it's something you also you start to do as as you get a bit older, you get a bit more, you get you get you know, tired, maybe you get T- you know, because <laughs> pop music is a is a cutting edge industry and it changes all the time and you know right. maybe, maybe when you start composing visual media maybe it's a little bit more kind of an experience thing you yeah. know you're a bit more your experience is a bit more um respected rather than just have you got the hot sound at the moment you yeah. know
0: yeah right right and uh, so i'd love to jump uh kind of into your two recent projects you know let's start with alien isolation which is you know this is a giant franchise obviously in film but also in gaming there's been so many Alien games. Uh, there's been so many composers who have taken their crack at the alien world. So where where is the starting point? What was your step one? Like where where do you even begin with a, a alien franchise like this?
2: <laughs> well, first thing first thing we did was obviously watch the film. Not that I have, you know, it's one of those films. I think all of the, all of the team working on it. It's one of those films that you watch every year. Mm-hmm. Never seem to get tired of. Yeah, I mean, we loved 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 the film. Yeah, both of us yeah. independently. You know, so and then. It, 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 We kind of oh, actually, luckily, um, you know, with Creative Assembly, we licensed a few of the cues from the original film. So stylistically, that was a really good place to start. Mm. And then, and also, it was a great way to start where you're not just trying to pastiche and trying to do a kind of thing that kind of sounds like Alien but isn't. Mm -hmm. We had real cues to
1: start from. I think a big thing of what what makes this. Um, what they they hoped that that, that would make this game different than any of the others, and and I I think it's been successful, is the authenticity. You know, from every aspect of this game's design, the feel, the lighting, the acting, the music, everything is trying to be authentic to that original um, 1979 film. Yeah, And and of course, we had to mirror that in the music. and yeah, as as Joe said, luckily we actually had licensed license the key themes from the from the from the Jerry um, Gold. But Smith it was only like four, four minutes. But of yeah, music, wasn't it? yeah, exactly. So it gave us it gave us the it gave us the um, the feeling and the atmosphere of the original. But then we had to then go off and write three hours of music in a in a in a, a video game, which is obviously very different than scoring a set film. Right. But, but there are key things, that, were, as
2: well as um, thematic things, there are key kind of sounds in that score, which instantly make you think of Alien. Um, and we, we, we always, the, the main one for us is, is, we called it the Alien Whale, which is like this woo sound, which you get a lot in the score, and it was, it was working out how they did that, and there were lots of different ways of, of, of doing that. But as soon as you put things like that, or the um, colenio, uh, the orchestral snaps sounds you get in the film, once you put those in it kind of it instantly can bring you
1: straight back to, to, to the world of alien yeah so we had these we had these sort of key sounds and motifs which then we had to use and develop and and sort of sp- not spread out but but we had access to a to a, a palette of what Alien sounds like. mean, yeah, that was a, quite a personal thing. Yeah, that was and, something that quite a personal thing for each of us. To and kind of and work even out. even when we'd kind of gone to because we wanted the game to the score to kind of feel like a journey, you know, as you went through the game. Um, even when we were furthest away from the the kind of actual sound of the original film, we still had these kind of motifs and um, you know sonic motifs as well that we could we could always come back to. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Right. And it's, I mean, it is a survival kind of horror game, which means there's a lot of tension and build-up. And, uh, I mean, as, do you as the composers know where the developers are going to use the music? I mean, do you kind of have an idea of how to build a narrative? Or is it just kind of, kind of creating an atmosphere within certain areas of the game?
1: It's a bit, a bit of both, really. There's, there's, there's quite a lot of, of, of fixed... Moments that we know how long they're gonna, you know, where they're gonna happen and how long they're gonna be and what we have to do in the score. But then, yeah, then you get into the interactive music and and it is a lot more random. Yeah, you have to.
2: But that was still, but we still had, we still apply rules to it. So that's based on where you are in the spaceship, where how you know how far into the game you are because you know <clears throat> the the game is basically set in one place so you have to give different feels and sounds to the different areas as you're going around the ship and it can be quite subtle um, but 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 you have to make different
1: parts of the game feel different otherwise it's it's going to get pretty tedious yeah <laughs> but, you're, but you're right you you don't know exactly how the how the player's going to play it and so it, that is that is a, I mean we, we we quite enjoy it but it is it is one of the puzzles of of interactive music you know with um, this, I think, you know, the a, a lot of it was to, as you say, provide terror and provide provide scariness. So, in a way that it wasn't not so complicated as some other yeah. uh, sort of music systems that we we've worked yeah. in before. The system was the, the system was complicated, but the mm. actual music was that it was we actually quite found it quite simple. And, and, and what they were trying to do was was um, was quite. Was, was you know was easy to understand. You know, scary. <laughs> yeah. That's great.
0: <right>. Scary. <laughs> and it's. I mean, this, and this is not really. It's not like the. I mean, the last game was more. You know, guns, shooting, a lot of action. This is definitely more. And you know, you don't even have a weapon. You're just. You have. You know, your the radar. And so, is is uh, silence and quiet. Is that part of kind of the whole soundscape too? Do you need to know when to draw back and just let it, let the air kind of sit.
2: Well, a lot of that was, was down to, to Byron and the guys at
1: uh, Creative Assembly, the, the, the audio team there. But definitely, that's a massive part of any, any kind of tense, um, you know, it, it, tension experience. Silence is a, is a massive, is a really powerful we had builds when we when we when we're
2: writing for games. We like to have a build or a video running of the game being played, and a lot of the time, if you write without the game playing, you over, you overdo the music. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time, we'd we'd fire up the game and start playing it, and we'd strip out a lot of the lower level yeah. music stuff because you just don't you don't really don't need
1: much at all. As you say, a lot of it is done. Um, by the visuals and by the the other sound design yeah and 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 the player is really listening out for cues from the
2: alien and and, and what's happening in the world so you you don't want to be you know plastering it with loads of so kind of a,
1: a a wall of sound and you don't want the music to be to be giving the player a clue as to where the alien is yeah, it's, it's, right. you know it's responsive to him rather than to it there was a time rather in the
2: early builds where where I, I went to the music, the audio team and I said, listen, I'm playing, when I'm playing the game, I, I know what's happening because the music's telling me the alien's about to come. So they had to kind of rewrite, rewrite the, the scripting and how, the, how that was working so that wouldn't happen.
0: Oh, wow. So yeah, I always find it so interesting. I've, I've talked to a lot of game composers and just kind of trying to, it's so, it feels so chaotic, but it also feels so organized at the same time, just kind of how hey, the music comes together and everything and the final product. <laughs>
1: It is, is it, is, it, is, it is more chaotic than other forms but just simply because you are all working on it at the same time. So it's got to come together and there's not really any way around that. You can't finish the game and then write the music like you do with no, the film or out, right. because, Well, But also it's, it just wouldn't work that way. Yeah. The, the music it's such a it's a big part of it because it's part of the interactive experience. You can't just slot it in afterwards. It's, right. um, yeah, it is. It, it's kind of organized chaos. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I
2: love I love the process of working on games. It's like it's it's like a. a... Kind of the coolest and DVD extras you've ever seen. Whenever you go down to the studio, it's always really exciting to see what everyone's doing. Everyone's really excited about the process.
1: And mm. I absolutely love it. And it's still it's new te- it's new technology, new media, yeah. new art forms, and it's you know it's interesting. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so now you worked on another great game franchise that I love, and completely co- other end of the spectrum, Little Big Planet uh, three for the PlayStation Four. So now th- this game is. More non linear, more platforming. Uh, is there, and there isn't kind of a traditional story or narrative, but I mean, so how do you approach this game? Where, what are the musical goals for a game like Little Big Planet?
2: We can't talk specifically about Little Big Planet 3 because it's not out yet. Yeah. But oh, okay. We, we, yeah. But we've worked, we've worked the franchise quite a bit. Um, and it's, it, it has a really particular sound, the little,
1: little Big Planet sound. That was set up from the first game, which yeah. is so a, a lovely sort of. Um, well, it, it's, the sound is is like how Sad Boy looks, isn't yeah, it? You yeah, know, homemade, yeah. but um, kind of serious but fun at the same time. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I love the game, and I just always wondered, like, how, you know, what are you drawing from the visuals? Is it the colours? Is it, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah. With,
2: with all games, we, we try and get as many visual cues as we can, we get a lot of designs and, and printouts sent over, and we have, you know, cover our walls in, in, mm. in stuff when
1: nobody's here to see them. Um, but definitely how the characters move, yeah. you know, what their environment is like, all of that, that's, that's what we do when we're starting a games project. We, we, we take all that and somehow it, we, change, we put it into our brains and it comes, <laughs> comes out as music. Well, it's, no,
2: but there is those big things like the, the pace of how a character, you know, the speed of a character moving. And you, you can really change the feel of that with the music. So you've got to be really careful. So you've got to have as much visuals. St- you know, even if they don't have a build of the game, even drawings and showing the weight of characters, it really does influence what you're doing. Mm.
0: So kind of looking at games as a whole, um, is there something about video game composing that offers you as a composer something that film and television can't offer in terms of creativity or freedom or anything like that?
1: Yeah, it's 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 new. It's new, and there's still b- there's boundaries to be... To be broken yeah. and, and, and rules to be broken and new things to be done. That's that's what's exciting for us. We haven't done a game yet where they where they're not trying to break new ground in some
2: form of technology or, mm-hmm. or design yeah. or something. And that everyone's really young and excited in the industry. Um, and that, that's kind of the, I, I think that's the kind of biggest yeah. difference really to to all the other industries. It is it is it's so young. And every every game you do is is oh there's a breakthrough we've done the lighting here or, or the design here or the you know the physics
1: physics engines or the music system. There's always a big kind of technological a lot break of innovation. From, yeah, and, um, yeah. It must have it, it, like I guess what it was like in the early days of film as you know as the as the as the whole um, world was being invented. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> That's what excites us. Yeah.
0: So, kind of looking at uh, not just games, but you know, f- uh, films as well. What are your favorite genres to score? What kind of music do you really love to write and kind of uh, sink your teeth into?
2: We like we. It's not really a genre. We like things with grit. We, and I uh, don't. That, that sounds a bit ambiguous, but we like things that have grit to them. And and, and yeah, I guess we. I guess we. He's default. looking at me like I'm crazy <laughs> saying that.
1: No, I guess we deep <laughs> dark. But then sometimes when it's when you when when you're kind of. Sometimes, when you're when you're kind of um, pushed in a way that you'd never, you wouldn't kind of go normally, that's when the most interesting things happen. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. As it's, it's not it's, if it, for us, what gets us excited is a good story and and you know beautiful visuals and you know that's what that's what does it for yeah. us and then that's what we want to write music for. Yeah. A know? lot
2: of our stuff we do is is, is we play. We try and play everything. Everything we, we've got a lot of instruments, you know, from synths, um, analog synths to handmade kind of custom instruments stuff. We kind of play everything. Having said all that, we're probably not the go-to guys for rom com. But <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but we do. But I, I don't, grit doesn't. It doesn't mean down. You know, but a little big planet has has a realness yeah, to it and yeah. a grit to it, even though yeah, it's it. little, little kids characters or not. You know, little sack sack boys and stuff. But we. I, I, I like a handmade kind of feel, and that doesn't mean. It can be stints as well, but it, I like hands-on. I like I like you know playing keys and playing. You know. Yeah. we we
1: start all all music we write. We always start from something, you know, from a from playing. Yeah, yeah so it has a real heart to it. And, uh, I
0: mean, that's, that's amazing. I love hearing that from composers. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely to echo that in your sound and all that, but that also kind of leads to my final question, which I ask every composer at the end of every interview. Um, so since there are two of you, I'd like you to, uh, maybe wait till you both have an answer. Uh, so before you kind of give your answer so you don't influence each other. So the, the question is, if you could score any film ever made with no disrespect to the original composer or the score itself, what film would you choose?
2: Oh, we were just having, we were just <laughs> discussing this. Somebody in, in the UK, I'll, I'll, I'll not talk about it, has just rescored a, a, a film over here, and we were talking about how it really, is. a fine that line,
1: thing. that is. That's yeah. a really fine line, because a lot of, the trouble with us is a lot of films that we love because of the music. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's a difficult one for composers. Like,
2: I'd love to say Blade Runner, but Blade Runner is, is music one of brilliant. the fan, most fantastic, mm-hmm. you know, genre defining oh, scores. of course, yeah. Um, I would have said Alien. Yeah, but, but Alien rescored Alien. <laughs> but even then, but oh. I wouldn't rescore yeah. the original film because the the
1: score's perfect. No, we're going to be really annoying and say that we would like to do something that hasn't been invented yet.
0: Okay, that's actually <laughs> no one has said that before, so that's the first first answer there. I've got, I all, I've
2: got all kinds of things in my head, but you know, Tron. But uh, yeah, Tron you could do, but I wouldn't sound like. But then somebody's just on the new Tron. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I I couldn't tell you. That was quite a big act called Daft. Punk. Daft Punk did yeah. a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> or um, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather see apex Twin rescoring
1: something. Maybe that would be an easy. You know, that's get, not the question. Oh, I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, nothing. We could we could tell you the films we love, but they wouldn't necessarily be the ones we'd wanna no. wanna rescore because so it has to be something new. Yeah. Sorry, that's really annoying, isn't it? Really? Oh no, no, it's
0: perfect. No, I mean the whole point of the question is not to kind of rescore it, but like if you had the chance, you know, it, and pretending that that score never existed, you know, what kind of film would you be like? I'd
1: love to go, you know, play in like, I'd like, I'd like oh, yeah, like yeah. the I'd like to do a western. I'd like to do a western. I'd like to do western. I I'd guess. I, I guess science fiction. Well, science like, fiction. Yeah, good gritty science fiction, like Blade Runner or Alien. Wow, that's just yeah. two very different answers too. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. uh, Westerns are my favourite uh, genre I mean I love, uh, Once Upon a Time in the West I think is my favourite film of all time so that's uh, strikes a chord with me definitely
2: yeah yeah definitely
0: um, so but,
1: maybe a science fiction western yeah oh. not, not, not Firefly or Wild Wild West yeah
0: <laughs> oh they they, uh, they gave it a try with Cowboys and Aliens and I don't know if it met uh, came uh,
1: out yeah
0: that. Firefly was good though that had a, that had a nice theme That it was a great series and film I yeah. love that alright yeah Greg Edmondson uh, he did an amazing job yeah um, but Joe Alexis Alexis thank you so much for your time um, I have questions you. for you guys uh, but it's been such a pleasure to, to chat with you guys and uh, congratulations on all the the, the big projects and uh, I look forward to everything that's to come
1: great thank, thank you very you. much Cheers. nice to meet you